fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dump. This is your boy, Chump speaking. Loser, loser, loser to the champ, champ, champ. Champ, how we doing over there? You can't, my, I think my rear end, my my bum hole, my, my hoop is really hurting from last week. Ouch. Oh, man, it was a beatdown over there. It was, uh, it was not pretty for the Chump, you know. I think I doubled your score. Yeah, you did. You Ooh. did. The worst of the worst matchups I think my team has had as in a stretch as a as a whole this entire no excuse. The, this entire season, my boys were were either tough defense or tough cornerback or just didn't come to play. Um it started off with that Thursday night game which was just a fucking stinker for my team. Yep. And then it just rolled from there. Yeah, it's uh not great when Kalen Balaj is your best player. Hey, we'll talk about him later. That <laughs> Balaje. Balaje. I seen you drop him and then you picked him up on Sunday morning. I was thinking about it, but well, so pull the trigger hey, that, on that backfield was so confusing Sunday morning. It was. Yeah, we didn't know it was gonna be Kelly, Balaj, Pope. I know, and I had I think I had at one point at one of them, like I picked up two of them, and I was like, "All right, I got to drop one." I just it was a clusterfuck. I yeah. picked the right. I started the right guy though. Yep. Yeah, because I had Josh Kelly. I ended up dropping him this week. Finally, I've been holding on to him all year, holding out hope. But they just don't like him over there. They just, I mean, it's, I think Anthony Lynn came out this week and said Balaj is the guy. They're gonna get try to give him even more work. And I mean, last week he had what well, he had five catches, thirty yards, eighteen carries, sixty eight yards. So more work than twenty three touches. I don't know how you can do more than that, but Anthony Lynn seems to think that Balaj should be getting more. So it was a good pickup to get him back on your squad. I mean, this is weird. This is the year. This is the time, though. I mean, we talked about it last week. The practice squad players become the starters, and like all of a sudden, you got wham. You got an RB two, RB three now. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough out here sometimes. You know, all these injuries. There was last week was a terrible fantasy week for us. I saw so many low scores from. Some decent teams, but also some shitty teams. But, like, there were some players that just didn't play. Um, The bye weeks didn't help, but, like, ugh, man, oh, man. It was a struggle out there. It was an ugly, ugly fantasy week, in my opinion, besides your team, of course, that did, you know, (laughs) went off. Yeah, it was ugly. I mean, our league, only five teams broke 100 points. So, it's usually, you know, you got to get over probably, like, 110, 120 to, like, even have a chance at winning. Hope your matchup's good. But, yeah, then one of the teams was – uh, the second place team, he scored 117, but he still lost. So it was yeah, yeah. it's a tough week all around. It's just low scoring and a lot of games, and then just weird like the the Eagles. You know, Boston Scott scored and Corey Clement scored, and of course Miles Sanders doesn't score. So it, it was, felt like that. It was just a weird week with weird guys scoring touchdowns. Just not the points going to the studs. The weirdest of them all was the the anti anti casino anti Vegas Nick Chubb. Oh man, what is he doing? I mean. It was a four-point spread 
And he goes out. Oh my god! I, if I bet that game, I mean, I love it. You're a chub owner. I'm not. He, but oh, if that if that touchdown meant something, you already had it in the books. Yeah. I don't know how you could recover from that. Oh, it would have been tough. As when he was running, I was or that last position. I was like, all right, one of them's gonna. It's gonna be Hunt or Chubb. They're gonna break one here because end of the game. That's just kind of what happens. And then he actually does it, and I see he gets down to the one yard line. I'm like, what the hell did he do? Sure enough, he runs out. He didn't even like slide. He didn't even try to pull the tie Gurley. He said, no. "Fuck, it, I'm going right out of bounds." Hey, respect. Yeah, he's a he's a team player, I guess. Hey, they got the dub. That's what matters to him. He looked good in his uh, return from the the MCL. Yeah, both him and Hunt. I think they're they showed that you could start both of them and be happy with it again. Um, they're almost better when they both play. See, like yeah, I mean Kareem Hunt did his thing while Chubb was out, but I feel like his numbers didn't really change. Like he wasn't putting up like 20, 30 point games. He was putting up the same numbers, if not a little less than before. Yeah, I, I just think the their styles are just a, that much that fraction different that it changes up the defenses a little bit so mm-hmm. it's it's huge i don't um they both can obviously run through the tackles they are you know between the tackles they can run outside they can both catch obviously hunts a little bit more a gifted receiver but man when those two guys are rolling that that cleveland team despite their lack of passing offense is a nasty team they really are and i mean that's what Stefanski wants to do is run the ball he's got his best backs back now um got some nice matchups coming up for the playoffs as well yeah um that was yeah you had your your team's getting healthy but they had a weird fantasy week that miles sand that eagles offense it's a joke and a half man an absolute joke it's uh it's it's a weird offense over there i don't doug is like I don't know what he's doing sometimes, but, I mean, Sanders still getting all the work. He had 20 out of the 25 RB touches last week and just happened that two of the five that went to other guys were for touchdowns. Crazy. That Boston Scott one was nuts. And then – Yeah, that was a big run, so you can't really hate on that. That was a good play by Scott. But uh, Corey Clement. Yeah, I what? think Sands, Sanders took him down, like, inside the five or whatever. And then they brought him out, put Clement in. He scored on that first play. And then they went for two and brought Sanders back in. It's like – why, why wasn't he in on a touchdown, man? Come on. And and now they're, they, they're picking up Jordan Howard, so you might be in trouble there, bud. Jordan Howard ain't nothing. He on the practice squad. He's old. He got vulture status. He's just Yeah, he's just another body over there for him. Corey Clement's not – I think he's a special teamer. He's not really – I mean, throughout all these years, he's been there this whole time because he plays special teams. But, I mean, they brought in Sanders. They brought in Howard. They brought in Boston Scott. They brought in who's a Wendell Smallwood, like so. Yeah, Clement's not nothing. I just think they need another body in the RB room, like Josh Adams. I think was there at one yeah, point. Yeah, Josh Adams. Yep. So, yeah, I don't think Clement's anything. I don't think Howard's gonna do anything to Sanders' workload. Or you can't even no. say Vulture touchdowns because Sanders didn't even get the touchdown. But I think Sanders is still that guy, still that three down guy. So, as you guys know, our Italian seasoning friend had a big stink of a trade that I did after our Thursday night. Uh, podcast and Thursday night game. I traded f- to go get Lamar Jackson. Um, this was the only time I could with, actually now I say that, it's not. They're both starting still. But I had Mike Davis and Duke Johnson, and they were just burning a hole in my, my roster. Um, Duke, I thought, was just going to be a one-week thing, and Mike Davis, but hey, let's you know they're fucking starting the probably the rest of the season, so that's cool too. <laughs> Um, that's just the chump doing chump things. But at the time, I thought it was going to be just one week's and then you get Lamar. And then I got rid of, well, I got, I got, I got Bobby Trees back on my team. I love Bobby Trees and <laughs> Bobby. I, Devontae Parker, who is, you know, a good, uh, fill in when, you know, 
anything that can happen, an injury or, or bye week. But the big thing was I traded away MT for him. And there was a big kerfuffle on this. <laughs> a what? Or kerfuffle. Oh, okay. I think that's how you say it. Kerfuffle. Um, it's an old Yiddish word. Okay. I'll believe it. I don't know. I don't think it, I just made that one up too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. But uh, people talking shit about my MT. And they then lo and behold, MT does MT things. 2020 MT. And 2020 Lamar Jackson are very similar right now. Very, very similar. Um, I just had to put a question in there was, if Lamar Jackson played Indy last week at that Thursday night game, would he only give you 12 points? And I, I said to myself, no, he would give me more than that. So I had to make a play. Yeah, um, He's got like, that rushing floor. Yes. And we said this before, this is the time. You know, you got to get a playoff push. And I went for it. Um, I got rid of Matt Ryan. Um He's been up and down too. Ryan Tannehill has a juicy schedule in the next, so I could put him in if Lamar, you know, whatever. But Lamar's going to be my guy throughout the rest of this playoff uh, push, and then let's hope that something happens. And MT now has Jameis Winston, who might be the the grace of God, you know, um, for him. But we'll see because he's been looking very pedestrian-like. I mean, I think he had six points and then a three-point game in fantasy PPR, half PPR league. Yeah, um, it's not going to cut it for your first pick in the draft. No, he uh, he hasn't looked like himself, and now we got the the Drew Brees injury. So you know we'll see. I mean, we're expecting Jameis to start and get most of the quarterback reps there, but they still got Taysom Hill coming in doing their little gadget things. Talk about vulture! I think Taysom Hill's going to vulture some of the people that are starting Jameis Winston this week. I think he could, especially down the goal line, and even he might even vulture. Um, Kamara. Well, Kamara's because he's injured supposedly, so it's like yeah, I, you have to wonder if that's he's hurt or they're just saying, hey, you sit out for these practice days. You don't need to practice. You're our whole team right now. Whole team, dude. His back is should be killing him because that's the only guy on that team that is the defense are scared of at this point. Yeah, and I think that's uh with the Taysom Hill and Jameis thing is last year when we saw Breeze go down and Bridgewater started over Taysom, they didn't really use Taysom as much. Like in the like the gadget stuff, he wasn't really playing like receiver, and he he came in for a few carries here and there. But it's almost like they were protecting him a little more because at that point he's the number two quarterback, and you don't yeah. want to lose you know your number two in the game, and then something happened to Jameis or last year was Bridgewater, so then you'd be without a quarterback at all. So we'll see if uh, how much Taysom is used, if he's used like he's been being used, or if he's going to be like last year where he used less when Breeze was out. Well, my thing, too, is like check down Teddy's a real thing. He won't make mistakes. Jameis, on the other hand, um, I think with what he went 30-30 last year, 30 interceptions, 30 touchdowns. Yep. Um, so they might have to use Taysom a little bit more just for that fact because the motherfucker, I mean, yeah, I got Lacey guy surgery, but he loves to turn over the ball. Mm-hmm. Shit, so does Taysom, though. He fumbled twice last week. So they're, yeah, I don't know. The Saints are, they're, I'm going to be interested to see what Michael Thomas does in this new offense with Jameis Winston. Because Jameis Winston still has an arm. He can throw the ball over 20 yards. Breeze, on the other hand, um, not. But Breeze doesn't make mistakes. Breeze can, you know, lead him down, you know, dink and dunk and do the Tom Brady thing. Right. Um, but we'll see. I'm interested to see if my Michael Thomas trade was, uh, a kerfuffle or uh, a good thing? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I mean I liked it. We talked about last week playoff schedule. You gotta go get your guys for the playoffs. You're in a spot where you're you're not a lock for playoffs, but you're a, pretty much a lock uh, with your points and your record. So I think Lamar in the playoffs, he's playing Cleveland, Jacksonville, and the Giants. 
Mm. Yes, sir. If you like those matchups all three weeks, whether you're playing that week one or you get the bye or not, I don't think it matters because those are three juicy matchups for one to a dude that can win you a week, and that's what Lamar can do. He can go out and score 40 points one week, whereas when you were starring Tannehill or Matt Ryan, like they have to throw like four or five touchdowns to get to that point. But with Lamar's rushing, he can definitely get up there. Yes, sir. I And that, that was my thought process the entire time. Lamar, you could buy Lamar in a low, um, and I did it. So – I'm happy with it. We'll, you know, settle it out of court if it gets bad, but I think it's going to be good. Yeah. And then actually Michael Thomas got traded again. Fourth time. I saw that. Oh my God. Fourth time Michael Thomas has been traded. That's wild. Just, I mean, a guy that went, he was a seventh overall pick in our draft and he's been traded four times now. I know he's been hurt and up and down and whatnot, but man, you don't see like a top seven pick get traded four times very often, but Got a got a pretty good haul for him. Uh, got DJ Moore and Adam Thielen for Michael Thomas and Miko Hardman was the was the trade. So just pretty much Michael Thomas for Adam Thielen and DJ Moore. Yeah, uh, Hardman's still on COVID list, and he just I mean he could throw he could go for twenty one week, but in the next week he's gonna get you two. So that's he's yeah. really just a throw in at that point. But yeah, we'll see if uh, Thomas has got some good matchups. But we'll see if he can turn it around here in the second half. He's got to, or else that that trade it looks terrible. <laughs> it's we've had some head scratches this year. I think he might put that one under that category. We'll see. We will yeah, see. Yeah, you never know until until uh, the next couple of weeks. See if it pays off or not. No doubt. Um, any other things you want to talk about before we get to our uh, playoff push studs, the sneaky studs? Um. Trying to look at the the games from last week, see if anything else popped. Really, um, there wasn't much. Tom Brady did Tom Brady things again. He's back. You know they're gonna. Ronald Jones popped off. Had that ninety-eight yard touchdown. Shit, yeah. That backfield, it's hard to it's hard to judge. You know, if they're winning, Jones is getting the carries. If they're losing, Fournette's getting the the work. So it's really hard to judge what is gonna happen. Especially this week, they play Monday Night versus the Rams. You never know what Rams team you're gonna get. You never know what Bucks team you're gonna get. So that's that's a tough backfield on both sides of the ball there to figure out. Both sides. We will see. I'm debating about starting some people. I got some L.A. guys, and I'm debating on starting them or not. I don't know. That's the same. The defenses are, are, can be world beaters, and then it could be like, what the fuck? You know, that's tough. I don't. Right. Um, it was surprising to see the Patriots beat the Ravens on Sunday night. That was a, a little interesting. Thought the Ravens would come out a little bit better, but just look a little flat out there. They look flat. Um, I just I don't know. I feel like the coaching staff is still fucking good there. I mean, they just they know when to call trick plays. They know when to do stuff. And the weather was fucking oh, terrible. Oh yeah, weather was tough. That's not it's not what you want when Lamar's running around like that. You know, he uses speed and quick cuts and stuff. And you can't do that in that type of rain that was happening there. No, and he's not gonna beat you with his arm. You know, I mean, you have a better chance of beating them with you know him just throwing the ball, especially when it's a rainstorm. Yeah, and I think it was uh, their nose tackle, Brandon Williams. I think he went out early in the game with the injury, and that kind of opened things up for the Patriots' run game, especially Damian Harris going for 121 yards. So they yep. were just controlling the clock, controlling the ball all game. That was a that was this year's Patriots type of win right there, mm-hmm. where they just you know. Hey, they're battling back, man. They're they're <laughs> pushing for a wild card spot here. I can see them getting one too. I mean, they almost have to win out. They can. I think they can lose one or two more games. I, but don't don't put them behind you. I mean, the AFC is up in the air from I mean, most of the wild card positions. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially the last three weeks of their season, they're playing Miami, Buffalo, New York, all divisional opponents. So it'll come down in those last three weeks, most likely for them. No doubt. Uh, one one quick question before we get into some other things, though. Just you just gotta give me a one word answer. You don't gotta 
do anything about it. But who's the NFL MVP right now? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I was not expecting that. Okay. Okay. I mean, I just you could put Patty Mahomes. It's either Patty Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Um, You're not throwing Kyler in there at all? No, I fucking. I'm not a Kyler hater. I I he's doing. I don't know. At this point in the season, compared to last year for Lamar, um, Kyler has more total yards and more total touchdowns than Lamar did. Yeah, what's what's their record though? And then they've lost four times, three times. The Cardinals are six and three. Six and three. All right. Just beat the Bills on the Hail Murray. That was God damn. That was yeah, you could. I wasn't even thinking Kyler at this time. I mean, he's doing good. I, something about him. I don't know why I don't put him in that that category. But like that stat, that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, it's because he's not a he's not a thrower, but that's what I mean. Lamar wasn't a thrower last year. Yeah, he, he won the MVP, but I think he was doing more electric plays. Maybe would be the word. Like he was bigger runs or whatnot. Where Kyler's just he's taking his twelve yards, getting out of bounds, and then he's just scoring so many rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I know. I just I just think Green Bay is is horrible without Aaron Rodgers. And oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying they're plug and play with Kyler. He's he's a you know once in a generation, especially with his legs are insane. But mm-hmm. I don't. That that seems like a Houston Rockets uh, style of offense where they you know they just you know gun it do what they got to do. Um, I could, I can see Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick in there and, and putting up big numbers too. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick, he said. <laughs> I'm just, I I don't know I I don't know that was a big we'll see tonight because this will be a big game. They did surprise them last time. S- Seattle I think is in a must win position. So if mm-hmm. Seattle puts. You know, they're all in right now. If they put, you know, 110%, whatever, they always try to win. But I'm saying this is a must win for them. They're in a little skid. They've been looking shitty. Their defense is looking shitty. If Kyler can outright win tonight, I will put put him in that MVP category with Pat, A-Rod, and then obviously Kyler. Yeah, for sure. Definitely uh, this could turn the tides for both quarterbacks. I know Russ early in the season was there. He's kind of cooled off, so he's not as much in the MVP talk. Well, he has to do so much, dude. Mm-hmm. Their defense is terrible. So He bad. has to – he has to push the envelope. He has to fucking throw it into double coverage. He has to do this shit because their defense is not stopping anything. And like, I don't know who made a good point. It's, it's like, yeah, these are bad tosses, but he has to toss them. Like, he has to do something. I would. I think it's uh, it's probably gonna go to Mahomes if the season just kind of plays out, just because he's Mahomes and he's just got the popularity. But then you got throw Kyler up there. I, I wasn't even thinking about Rodgers, but. I mean, he's playing well, so it makes sense. They're, I mean, shit, they're seven and two. I just not getting a first round, not I'm just get, keeping the same offensive weapons on their team again, and him just doing the same thing. It's just like, okay, this guy, he's the he's the shit. Yeah. I don't know. Twenty six touchdowns already to only three interceptions. And I don't know if Devonte Adams would even get close to the numbers. I that if he if vice versa, D Hop was in Green Bay and. Uh, Devontae Adams was in Arizona. I think it would be clear that A Rod is helping out the wide receiver rather than I don't know. Fuck. I yeah, yeah. I know what Devontae you, Adams. No, Devontae I know what Adams you mean. is nasty too, but yeah, I don't know. I put I put A Rod making players a little bit better than Kyler making players a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Kyler's doing it with his legs compared to Rogers doing it through the air. Yeah. So the the and then that just goes down to the fucking the definition of most valuable player anyways it's such a crock of shit because it's like oh, it what do you put valuable yeah i mean exactly delvin cook should be getting some talks he's got already got 12 exactly a thousand yards rushing already yeah fucking kirkers ain't gonna fucking win him games yeah so i'm but he's a running back so it's just i mean it's a quarterback award that's all it is but i just wanted to i was wondering that was a good one i like that
So let's go to let's go to our sneaky, not name brand guys that are gonna help win you playoff games, possibly help you win the championship. Do you have a list of guys that you want to talk about that obviously everybody has them rostered, but we're not gonna be the bell cow running back or not gonna be the wide receiver one at the beginning of the year, even halfway through the year. They're just all of a sudden appearing to be the playoff stud that everybody needed, the cherry on top, the the um, baking soda to your volcano. I don't know. I've never done science project, but the thing that explodes the volcanoes. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't have, like, a big list, and it's, like, kind of weird. I don't know. It's up and down, but my first guy would be, he's not really even with the every week starter, but it's Jamal Williams from the Packers. Dude, this is I'm, – I'm not trying to – I'm going to let you talk about it, but I got rid of Aaron Jones – I traded for it made me easier to to trade Aaron Jones away because Jamal Williams is is that good in that offense. He's looked good when he's gotten the work. He's it's crazy. Uh, last week he played forty seven percent of the snaps just and Aaron Jones was out there too. Um, but we saw back in week seven and eight when Jones was out with the inner injury, Jamal Williams was the workhorse. He played eighty eight and eighty five percent of the snap. And this Green Bay schedule for weeks fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen is at Detroit, uh, versus home versus Carolina and home versus Tennessee. So Detroit's number one fantasy points against for running backs. Carolina's number four, and Tennessee's number eight. So you're getting three top eight matchups in the most important three weeks of the season. And I mean, obviously Aaron Jones is the guy, and he's gonna he's the guy you want. But if Jamal Williams is out there right now, and you got a roster spot. He's worth just throwing on your bench because if something does happen, Aaron, Aaron Jones again, then Jamal's right back up there. He's, he could be a top five running back in rankings and whatnot just in the playoffs alone. And then, I mean, even if, you, if you're desperate, maybe you lose a guy and he's just on your bench, you're like, hey, fuck it, I'm going to throw him in. I mean, yeah. good matchups, you never know. So he could break one. He could get some a little more catches than normal or something. So I think I think he's the guy you got to throw on your bench if he's out there. I agree. I agree. I like that a lot. Just piggyback out, I've just scooped up uh, Tony Pollard in my other league. Just, you know, I, I like him. I think with that D- Dallas team kind of on the outs, we talked about it before. Um, Jamal Williams, I think, is, is superior than Tony Pollard. But just piggybacking off, like, he does get, like, 10 touches a game. So you never know. Yeah, Tony Pollard's a nice one, especially if something happens to Zeke or they just maybe exactly. stop featuring him or whatnot because maybe that hamstring's a little worse than they thought. Pollard would be, he'd be – I mean, there's not a third running back on that team, really, that's going to take no. any snaps away. It's, it would be the Pollard show. So I like that one. And I'm going to just – we talked about him already. Um, the, my guy, Balaje. Kalen Balaje. L.A. gave every opportunity to the two running backs, damn near three running backs, to step up and do something. Josh Kelly, Justin Jackson – Pope, these guys, and then none of them really broke. They Jackson had one good game. You know, Kelly had, you know, a couple good, uh, decent games, but nothing to the point of Balaj looks stronger, faster, uh, meaner out there, and maybe just because he's fresh legs and he's been on the practice squad for that long, but that's what I'm talking about right now. Scoop him up. St- I'm confident start the L.A. Uh, Chargers uh, schedule is very uh, juicy for him to play in this, and Eckler – they're not confident in him coming back. I have him. I've had him on IR. I've been hesitant to. I've been trying to trade him for some people, but obviously, I'm in a better position than others. They're not going to just grab an IR spot for him. Yeah. But I mean, you're looking at uh, New England, Atlanta, and Vegas as 13, 14, 15. Um, not ideal for the New England, but I, I'm never scared of Atlanta. I'm never scared of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, just 
to have them as your running back two or three, I plug and play is great for me. Um, I think he can win. I mean, like I said, he was best. My team was sixty points last week, but he was the best guy <laughs> on my roster last week. And with the amount of running back injuries or COVIDs or whatever it may be, it's time to look at these guys as suitable. Uh, I guess week in week out starters. Yeah, I'm with you, especially Balaj. I mean, gets Jets this week and Buffalo next week. Two. Teams that aren't the best against the run. Jets, I mean, the Jets aren't good against anything, but Buffalo's not so great against the run as well. Kenyon Drake just went for 100 yards against them last week. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even like he could get you to the playoffs. And then if Eckler doesn't come back, he could help yeah. win you a championship. So I like that Village call. Um, another guy I'd throw out there would be Philip Lindsay. Yeah. He's probably, he might be rostered. He might not, depending on your league and your league size and whatnot. And I've seen him on a, a few waiver wires recently just. He hasn't been getting a lot of the work since he came back from the injury. He had a big run a couple weeks ago, but they have a nice schedule in the playoffs. They play at Carolina against Buffalo and then at the Chargers in week 16. So both top 15s against the far fantasy points against running backs. But that Melvin Gordon court case for his DUI is backed up. They just got it pushed back. I think it was last week or the week before. They got it pushed back into December. I want to say it's week 14 or 15 that that court case is i'd have to check it but if for some reason something does happen at that time where he does get suspended then you're looking at philip Lindsay again all the work in that backfield and three good matchups yeah and that fucker just runs hard every single time that guy is a fun he fun should guy be to getting, watch. he should be getting more work as it is he's looked better than melvin gordon they're just stuck on melvin gordon for some reason just paid him money they want to play him i guess i don't know but philip Lindsay's look good when he's been out there he just has him again the carries but if something does happen to gordon or he gets suspended or whatnot i think Lindsay's in play i like that that's huge yeah i like philip Lindsay a lot um especially with Locke kind of up in the air they're gonna be running the ball a lot and philip Lindsay, i doesn't matter he doesn't quit his motor is insane yeah he's he's just fat he can break him that's the thing too he's a game breaker like we saw two weeks ago he had that 50 or 60 yard touchdown just straight up the middle. I mean, you get past those linebackers, you just got beat one safety. He can do that, and then no one's going to catch him in the open field. All right, I got two guys, same team. Fulgham, I don't even want to say his fucking name, and Jalen <laughs> Jalen Rieger. Nice. I had Rieger down as well. I like that. Yeah, I mean, last week he had 90% of the target share, which was the most. If and when, when and if. Carson Wentz wakes up and becomes at least half of what his MVP performance was two years ago. Uh, these guys can be juicy wide receiver three, two, uh, flex position guys. Um, their their uh, schedule down the stretch is looking good. Um, maybe with this Cleveland-Seattle stretch for Philly, they're going to wake up a little bit their passing offense. But you have Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona, and Dallas at Week 16 for Philly. Um, this is just... If they're going to do it, they have to do it now. They're still leading with, I think, a 3-5-1 and five and one record. Um, or 2-5. and five, I don't know. They're, they're just god-awful. It's just ugly, that whole conference is, that whole division. Um, but these two guys are the guys that I think can break out as the wide receiver position. Obviously, it's not going to be Elshon Jeffries. It's not going to be Deshaun Jackson. It's going to be Rager or um, Fulgham. Fulham. 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 Um, because, obviously – the tight end position, they're not looking to him anymore because I just start Goddard and he just doesn't even, you know, do what he fucking wants to do. But um, I'm looking at these guys to possibly break out, hopefully in the next couple weeks where you can be confident to start them. Um, I know it would be high risk with the week 14 or 13 through 16 to start. 
these guys that maybe will break out. But if you're looking for something, a boomer bust type position, I would look at Rager actually over Fulham just because of his top end speed and what he's done in the obviously in college. Yeah, he's more of a game breaker than Fulgham. Fulgham's that guy. It's just, he's playing that Elshon Jeffrey role the last few years where he's going to get those first down for you. He's going to get the big catches, but like the big catches in the game, not like big yardage catches where Rager is that. He's that deep threat. Um, His first game back, they I think they threw him a touchdown by the goal line stuff. So it looks like they're trying to get him the ball and trying to get him going. So I like that call. Going against the Saints, the Cardinals, and the Cowboys, that's a good matchup in the playoffs there uh another receiver i would look at would be guy I started last week against you was josh reynolds he's been on the come up here a little bit for the rams he i think he's out targeting robert woods since week four which is kind of wild because robert woods is kind of known for the high target volume just getting a lot of catches and not touchdowns but reynolds he's been getting more looks he's been getting deeper looks as well which you know amounts of more fantasy points more yardage but the schedule they got going on in the playoffs they're playing new england um the jets and then at seattle so the new england will be might be tough but he's not the number one receiver so if stefan gilmore is playing he's not going to guard josh reynolds he's going to guard woods or cup or even if one of them was to get hurt then reynolds would obviously shoot up a little more and I still don't think Gilmore is going to cover Reynolds in that situation. So week 14 may be a little, a little bit tougher versus New England. But when you play the Jets and then that you can maybe call the secondary that Seattle's got. I don't even know who's playing for him at this point. But, I mean, that's the championship week against the, the worst pass defense in the league. So, I mean, desperation maybe. But Josh Reynolds is on the come up. So you got maybe throw him on the end of the bench if you can. Kind of salty. I dropped him after last week. But just the way it is. And, like, they're using, like, Robert Woods as, like, a Curtis Samuel thing. I feel like he gets more end-around rushes than he does anything else, you know? It's like... Yeah, a little more gadget. Yeah, it's weird. More. I don't know. Maybe it's just the flavor of the month for Sean McVay because he's, you know, a little weirdo like that. But, uh, yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. Yeah. He's he's flashed, I think, for the last couple... I think he's, like, a 30-year guy. He's flashed for the last couple of years. Some, I mean, good hands, and, you mm-hmm. know, he'll catch it in traffic. He'll do a lot of stuff. He's a He has good speed on the field. I like that pick. Yeah, it changes number... I, I don't know why it took me so long, but he used to be number 83, and then this year he's number 11. I don't know. It just, like, just registered with me last week that he changed his number. But maybe, you know, bring some life back into No him, doubt. So. No doubt. Um, uh, man, I don't – this one's tough for me. Um, it might be – depending the severity of – this is kind of flavor of the week, too, is Ahmed uh, for Miami Dolphins. How do you say his – Yeah. I think it's right. Ahmed. Ahmed. Ahmed, Ahmed, um, he is, I think, their fifth running back now, fifth or sixth running back. Um, but with Gaskin injured, he f- he aligns with Gaskin's style. He's a f- quick, sh- shorter guy, um, fast, speedy, and they seem to like that type of running back rather than the Jay Howe plug and you know plug up the hole type running back. And they utilize him, and he looked great. First start was last week. Um, he's um out of Washington, and uh. I picked him. I had a chance to pick him up in one of my leagues, and this, and I'm starting him this week because I have to. But he seems like a guy that can at least win you a couple, or at least be confident to play him until Gaskin comes back. And if Gaskin comes back, he might be the new Gaskin because Gaskin was a no namer till this year, anyway. So um, it's kind of a you know, Breda seems to has soft tissue. He's been his mo his entire career. So look to Ahmed to at least 
hopefully stay on the double digit train, kind of like a JD McKissick type guy where he's you're confident getting that old I guess used to be James White stat sheet stat line with at least 10 points, 10 to 14 points in a week and you're happy with that if that's your flex or running back too. Yeah, I feel you. I think the the Dolphins want a workhorse running back. That's kind of what they've been going I mean, when Gaskin was playing, he was getting most of the work until when, I mean, they got to the goal line Jordan Howard came in and whatnot, but and then last week Ahmed you know, he had 21 carries in that game. So it, it seems like they want to feature one guy. And at this point, I mean, it's Ahmed or it's, like you said, Brita. But Brita's blah at this point. He's just kind of another body out there. Um, Patrick Laird ain't doing nothing. You know, he's playing a few snaps, but he's special teamers just there. So I like that Ahmed pick. They got some nice matchups here soon. Um, playoffs aren't terrible. Just uh, Kansas City, Patriots, and then Vegas. But we'll see if Gaskin comes back. I think this is his, this will be Gaskin's third week out which was the original timeline so we'll see if he's back next week but like you said even if he's not back or even if he is back Ahmed could still they could start splitting or something there yeah, he looked know. good he's, that's this guy that I thought maybe maybe he can be the guy at least hopefully leading to the playoffs um yeah versus the Broncos and the Jets next two weeks too that could be and then the Bengals so I mean those are three good matchups and Miami's Miami's playing good ball on defense as well, so they're staying they're staying in games and stuff. They're winning games. I mean, like nobody's even talking about them. No, they're sliding up into the the playoff race. There, what are they uh, six and three? Yeah, and then I mean, like if you want to look for a, a guy um, like a poor man's Tyree Kill, that Jakeem Grant looked decent. He had a, I think his only game he's like done something, but with Preston Williams out. Um, and Devontae Parker and Tua not totally on point yet. The Grant gets those under routes and you get those quick slant routes. Um, that might be a guy mm-hmm. you, you might want to roster if he has another good game. I would wait, obviously. I think he's open a lot of waiver wire. Yeah. But just Yeah, he's that speed guy, like you're saying. And he returns kicks as well. So I mean you always have that you got return touchdowns or return yards in your league. That's you know, a little maybe a six point bump there would be nice. Oh man, that's about it. I mean, I'm trying to think of like another guy that nobody else knows. Um, Swift finally had a, got a good start last week. Lions finally started their guy that they drafted for once, and he showed out. Um, it looks like he has an undercover mm-hmm. concussion this week though that came out in a late report. Um, yeah, it was weird. So I guess scoop up carry on. If you can, um, this week, I don't know. That's kind of a... Yeah, maybe Peterson. I'm sure Peterson will get the bulk of the carries, but Peterson's a, a zero in the passing game. So if for some reason they are, we'll see if even on the other side of the ball, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater might not play. It's it's looking like he's not going to play. Uh-huh. So they'll be starting P.J. Walker, I believe. The, XFL's uh, finest, man. XFL finest right there. So. He beat out uh, Connor Cook. Connor Cook was supposed to be the starter there, and P.J. Walker was the, the main hitter. Connor Cook, what a name. Um, uh, Alan Lazard seems to be coming back. Um, watch out for yeah. him, especially with Devontae Adams' ankle issue. Um, just throwing out names. That I found uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire seems to be illness. Hopefully it's not COVID. If it is or if it's even just sickness, Le'Veon Bell seems to be the starter then there this week against uh, Las Vegas, which – Supposedly, it's like a revenge game because Las Vegas did a whole a winning parade after they beat uh, KC this year, which is strange that that's what the billboard material. Oh, really? That's what I heard, that, that Andy Reid's using that as billboard material. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Andy Reid, he's like 14-7, and seven, I think I saw on Twitter, after the bye week. So you would expect the Chiefs to come out and play pretty well on Sunday night. I like that. Um, anyone else is just jumping out to you? Nah, I think we I think we cover kind of the lower. I mean, obviously the main guys that are going to be rostered and whatnot, but these are just guys you know you could throw on your bench or just you know maybe maybe sell just a, a 
random receiver on your bench for one of these guys just to have maybe that possibility that these guys are going to be something. Come on, Rashard Higgins. Be the guy, buddy. <laughs> I don't know if we can go that far. Back-to-back bad bad weather games, dude. It wasn't his fault. That's Cleveland for you, No, shit. We already talked about that. Fucking get a dome already. Um, so let's talk about this is Thanksgiving. This is Lions Super Bowl. Um, Thanksgiving's next week. Yeah. What is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? We're gonna go a little off topic here. Not just fantasy. This is okay. Let's 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 go. Uh, snake draft top three Thanksgiving food for you. Okay. So just like you're talking though, like the main dishes and stuff. You're not. We're not talking like desserts. No, we're not. No. We're talking. The- Everybody knows pumpkin pie and apple pie is really fucking good. Let's go for dinner only. Mm, I don't know. All right. Well, that's a different topic then. So. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a good old crunchy green bean casserole. Oh man, that was gonna be fucking mine. That's a good one. I like that. It's got to be crunchy though. It's got to have okay. those. Uh, what are they, like the the crunchy onions yeah, on top? I don't know what you're talking about. The little fried onions on top. Got to have that little crunch to it. Uh, I'm a big fan of green beans just in general, and then I'm just a big fan of casseroles in general as well. So mix them all up. You know, it's it's a great side dish to go. Let the other food for your the dinner there. What you what you going with number two there? I stole your number one. Sweet huh? potatoes. The sweet potato. Ooh. I see the cinnamon. I get a sweet potato mashed potato, and I'm telling you, with some brown sugar, some um some oh, it's some honey glaze to it as well. It is meh, so good. That's the stuff. Oh, huh? I'm telling you, it just melts in your mouth, not in your hand, boy. <laughs> um. So what's another one? Uh, I don't know. Is it traditional or not? But mac and cheese. Oh, I like it. That's a good. Is that, that a? Is that a? I don't know if it's traditional, but I, think, I feel like we have that. At mac and cheese is good. I like that. Family things. So you know, the good old homemade mac and cheese ain't bad. The craft ain't bad either. So you know, do your thing. Hmm. I'm trying to think of another good one that I have here for you. See, this is weird. I get a weird one. I have we have this like shrimp scam shrimp scampi. Okay. Yeah. So what do you? Because you're a uh, vegetarian. Yeah. Is that yeah. I guess you could say term? I eat fish. So I'll actually cook. What do, I, what do you guys do for Thanksgiving? Well, we'll do the whole turkey stuff because I'm the only weirdo in the okay. group. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll make my own. Well, I'm gonna cook for everybody, but it's this honey glazed salmon that I do. Oh. Yep. So I will put a little honey. That I can put a little good, sweetness though. to it. Yeah. There's some. I'll put little dried cranberries on it, so it gets that Thanksgiving vibe still. It's just in the yeah. form of salmon. It's it's fucking good. Yeah. I'll I'll, okay. I'll make you some sometime, boy. Okay. So is that that's what you're going with there? The honey yeah, glazed salmon. Yeah. That's that's gonna that's my end right there. I like that. The honey glazed. Salmon. I like that. I could go, you know, I could cop out here and go turkey, but to be honest with you, the turkey ain't really. No, that's a dry the best bird. Part Thanksgiving to me, it's kind of bleh to me. What are you, are you a stuffing guy? Oh, I am not a stuffing guy. That's another thing. I do not. I do not like stuffing for some reason. I don't know why. It's weird. It's a weird thing, isn't it? It's just yeah. I feel like everybody loves the Thanksgiving stuffing and stuff, but I just. I can't get around to it. And I think the last time I tried it, like I gagged a little bit. So, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I don't really want to go back and try it again. I like it. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like tequila for most people. Yeah. So what else do we have? Well, let's go to dessert. This final, uh, let's go. I'll do, fu- no, I got what I got. What I got uh, some, some cornbread. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Cornbread. Good old cornbread, man. You can't go wrong with a little cornbread on the side. So I'm going to piggyback that off. And then, I don't know, this isn't, because this, this is part of the main dish, would be the cranberry sauce. Oh, uh, okay. 
What do you, so what do you put that on? Um, cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, don't, you don't even want to look at my plate. It would be like, what the fuck is on your plate, dude? Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not a good scene. Uh, it was a bad topic for me because it'd be like, everybody's going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? But yeah, I, my mine consists of is fish. I'll put uh, my sweet potatoes. I'll put this cranberry sauce and then put the cranberry sauce all over it all. You know what I mean? Just like throw it on there, like, like gloop it on there and then just mix it in and kind of like a goulash thing going on here, like a trailer park casserole. There you go. That don't sound too bad. No, it's not bad at all. And then we watch uh, Lions... And they're all blues, and they lose. Yeah, we'll see if uh, who they played this year. Houston Texans. This might be a W. Oh, that could be a fun game. It could be a fun game. I think it might, hopefully it's high scoring. Um, I think this is the only game that D. Watt has left on his schedule that's not in Indy or Pittsburgh or I think Chicago. That Houston Texans schedule at the end is like brutal. They have Indy twice. Mm-hmm. They started bad, had a nice stretch here in the middle, and then yeah, Indy, Chicago, Indy. Oh, God, that's ugly. That's a tough little stretch for them. But, hey, maybe they'll get a better draft pick. Oh, wait, they don't have any. Nope, nope. And then the guy that they that he just got the Hail Mary game-winning catch last week. It's tough. It's tough. <sighs> Sorry, Bill O'Brien. All right, so we'll, we'll go back to the desserts here. Give me uh, give me your one favorite dessert for Thanksgiving. I'm not a big dessert guy, so I go to go the old-fashioned. I'll take a, a good old-fashioned. I think from scratch, Apple pie is the way to go. Or, no, no, no. Okay. No, I'm going to reverse. I'm going to go apple crisp. The apple crisp is Ooh. actually better. I like the apple crisp. Okay. Ah, my uh, my mom and my sister both do a good apple crisp. Not my favorite, but, you know, I'll dabble into it a little bit. But if I'm going dessert, I'm not a big pie guy. Like, I'm not a big pumpkin pie either. Um, But I would have to go with cheesecake. <laughs> can't go wrong good old cheesecake man pretty much any flavor but you know you can't go wrong with the original either mm, the original cheesecake you're just an old-fashioned dude man <laughs> pretty basic basic bitch commish that's me well i don't know we might do one next week folks and yeah, maybe we'll get a short one early in the week or something we'll see how the the schedule plays out we have a little uh we're, we're both in the process of trying to get some trades in so hopefully we'll have some more sh- trade talk to talk about next week if we do yeah next week's trade deadline so we're gonna have some do you have anybody playing this to this week i have dk metcalf and i am on the fence about starting carlos Hyde or not right now so i am i'm sweating bullets thinking about it because i don't have i have chris carson out austin eckler out christian mccaffrey out um and i don't know what to do oh no you got some options you got aj brown you got bobby trees parker Hyde. Yep, and then I'm kind of hoping I'm I got carry on. I'm I don't know if if Swift doesn't play if that's is a juicy pick or not. Who knows? Carolina's defense kind of is sneaky good sometimes, so it's debatable. Yeah, it's you never know which one you're gonna get. You know, and and then if Ted Teddy Bridgewater's not playing, you know, it might throw a, a wrench in the system anyway. So it'd be a weird game, you know. But I feel you. It's, it's some tough decisions. I got uh, I got Kenya Drake going tonight in a couple of weeks. He's looking a little bit better. They're feeding him a little bit more after that injury. Hey, he came back and had 100 yards last week, so that was nice to see. Uh, did lose a fumble in there, but that's a that was a weird. I thought I thought it was gonna be uh, Chase Edmonds rest of the year, and then he just dud when he had a chance. And they gave him an opportunity. Yeah, they gave him 25 carries that game. He just didn't really do anything with it. Oh, I was um, like, I, I, yeah, they, I was going to brought Drake back. Shit. Yeah, he looked good. Went, he, yeah, 
missed one or he missed the bye week and then he missed that one game and then uh, for a dude that got carted off with tears in his eyes pretty much looking like the season was over back in two weeks with a 100 yard game so yeah starting uh starting drake tonight hopefully that it will be i think it's going to be a shootout just these two teams they love to score you know their strengths are definitely not their defenses no uh, we'll see if we see if dk will chase down someone else tonight no man people are gonna have to start chasing that motherfucker down he needs to get back into it patrick peterson take a fucking seat dude i'm tired of my boy dk getting clamped up by these big ass cornerbacks dude jalen ramsey was too mean to him last week. Hands off. Hands off. He has pink hair for a reason. He's emotional. All right, man. Well, good luck tonight. All right, bro. Um, Good luck. This is it. Playoff push. The champ beat me up. We're still in the playoff hunt together, though, so this is going to be a fun year. Um, I'm just excited to get these playoffs going. I need a couple more W's to solidify my playoff position. So it starts tonight. Yes, sir. Big night for us. Big weekend coming up. Uh, if we don't catch y'all next week, have a happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. Hopefully you get to see your family in some type of manner. Yes, sir. But, uh, we'll catch y'all on the next time. All right. We out. Peace. Peace.